0: we were holding in paragraph and we started talking about in the previous year, about the person who learns Torah, that is Zeche, like we saw to the R, which comes from Achius, a life of connection to Torah. And we saw that even when a place of a thirst, a place of Tzachos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, in place of the physical lack r- sustains him with the with the iris, with the radiance of terror now Lev Shachaim is going to develop this topic a bit more so once again in the middle of the paragraph per- per- he brings another three quotes, the first from the video, and he says mm-hmm. and he says the amount of chiyos of aur that a person is going to achieve in Torah is in proportion to how much time a person spent learning Torah and how much a person committed himself to Torah. And then he brings the time the Liao that says what it says about tzaddikim it says the one who loves Hashem so his splendor, his radiance is equivalent to the sun when it reaches the zenith. The sun shines at its brightest. That's compared to the luminance of the person who is considered above And that's the Africa people. That doesn't apply to the Malachim. Another time, comments, How good is the ability of the Malabais show me and he makes the the crown of his servant similar to his own crown, and which means that Allah don't have this crown. A bod of clients shall do, and the crown that they have is similar in some way to the crown of Hashem, which needs to be explained. In Taima, Mishakora Harbe a person who learned a lot and on the one hand, and on the other, the person who learned a little bit. Do you think that their faces will shine equally? That they'll be at the same level of spiritual ability to, so to speak, radiate the terror? Anakin, it's not going to be like that. That would be unfair. Uh, that would be, so to speak, an un, an imperfect way of rewarding. If everybody's going to get the same reward, regardless of how hard they worked. And that's why it says, Baruch <laughs> Baruch Hu. we praise Hashem she'en, the Father of Mas'id, there's no favoritism, there's nothing unfair. Everyone gets what they deserve. And so he brings, Each tadic will get their ha'ara. That are we speaking about, the Fidakoi, based on what he did. Now, what is this R That shines like the sun, that is compared to the casting of the person in some way to the casting of Hashem. So he explains, who who that is the secret of the R which is created in the first day of creation. You know it says at the beginning of the Torah He R Hashem said there should be R and there was R And that R was later hidden for the Tzadikim So what was that R Which originally shone On the first day of the creation And later on Hashem chose to hide for the Tzadikim So the Nebuchadnezzar explains That R which we're talking about Is that R which comes to the Torah And then he brings the Zay The Kha'niss of B'zayah And the Pasach the my How much is the goodness that you've hidden for those who fear you, Hashem? a person in the world. prepares him, to be perfect in serving Hashem, and to fix His ways, to, to refine His middos. But if a person does do that and uh, begins in order, the yiska, the nahirah ilo, the goodness of Chaverich of the Tzaddikai, that way he'll be worthy of recall that hidden light that Hashem hides for the Tzaddikim. K'modat no Amar on the same pasuk, "Ein la'rasa l'kimsurasecho." Now I, besides the Yos Hashem, has beheld yesterday what He going to do for those who wait for Him. And therefore there is a certain light which a tariq will be zekhetu in the future, which no eye has yet beheld, its intensity. What does a person do to merit that hour? That's through the Torah. Those who are come to, so to speak, which like wrinkled up without in time, they fall asleep from the eyes in this world and therefore they get up and the eyes more early than they would be expected to or they force themselves to stay late at night So what's now you, you take you So that uh, the Chazal of the Gemara explains Inside is their secret not the, and there is a Hashem reveals a certain secret to them and what is the secret that Hashem reveals in the name above? The secret is time which are hidden, which are hidden, and they refer to it as the R which is hidden, the oragados. That's what I got before. And this line from Nevi'im is a tremendous Kiddush In other words, we know that there's a level of taira which people aren't privy to in this world. Which Hashem will teach him in the world to come. We can call it the Tamei Torah. And we know, we saw from Chazel before that there's the R which Hashem let shine on the first day of creation, and after it's hid as a reward for the Tzaddikin. But now we see that the Nevi'im is putting the two together, and he's saying that the, that R is the Tamei Torah. That needs to be explained. What's the connection between uh, the Tamei Torah that a person wants to be zeirut to? And the Oragonos, which was hidden in the first day of the Brit. Let's see one more paragraph, and hopefully everything will fall into place. as the sixth parak which talks about the of the A person who learns Torah for the sake of learning the Torah is zechut to many things. The mission doesn't explain to us what as many things are. Now you might think that it's talking about the list which it brings after that, uh, which says it's someone's beloved, the friend, someone loves Hashem, and all the many matters it brings afterwards for someone The Nefesh points out that can't be the case. you can't say it's talking about the rest of the list, which is mentioned later on in the Mishnah. Eh? It says, and not only that, he also gets all the things mentioned in the Mishnah. Which means that we're first talking about something beyond what's mentioned in the Mishnah. And besides, that he also gets what's mentioned in the Mishnah. So there are these hidden many things that a person gets for teaching Torah, for learning Torah, which the Mishnah doesn't tell us. And also tells us a list of things which he does get. What's the mission trying to say? So Rebbe Shachaim explains. He says, "Omnam rames laha idun v'tzichtuach ha nefesh ba'oragonus." There's many things he's referring to: the the pleasure and the the tzichtuach ha nefesh that sort of sparks that the nefesh gets of the oragonus. Asher gam ko malachim ma'ala v'chayes v'sarfiyikodesh, all the various forms of malachim. Meshim Navi now Navi ago they were not able to appreciate it like the Gemara says, <in a foreign language> And not for Allah. All the Nabim, all the reward and all the minor that they saw was only for what in time of Mashiach That concept called they haven't seen and some other the vim that is nabo, elo in the when we come to the so we saw before, is the concept of no I has yet beheld the reward that Hashem is going to give us in the future. that's the reward of aiden which is hidden for us, and it is again. <speaking in Hebrew> the idea of the or is the sort of the time it's which was still hidden, having been revealed. <speaking in Hebrew> and therefore, the first thing the way the Meshech explains the, the Mishnah is the Rabbi says a person who Thursday Shema, Says for something Something way beyond, way beyond anything else. And what's it referring to? It's referring to the spiritual reward which there is a mythos, which is the ara Elyon, we call the Aura Ganas, the Tami which a person connects to, or will be zekh to connect to in the future, because of the Torah that he loves. Why doesn't the mission tell us what it is? Because it's something indescribable. Aina Ratsa which means you know that there is that reward, but it's something which is you no know, no person or no being the Hashem is aware of, and if we can just say there's a big there's a reward, if we're trying to define how big it is, so we'll say science for the main reward, there's all these other small points that the person gets as well. So to speak by the way. So the whole long list of the greatest the person that for Torah, yeah, that's all secondary. That of course comes after the echo reward there's something way beyond that. This. this is very high bit. Something way bigger than I'm telling you here is the main reward. And not only do you get the main reward, you get all these, so to speak, side prizes too. And you can only imagine how big the main reward is. But the reason you can't define it to us is because it's something nobody's seen. And the Rasul al-Qimzul And so does not mean the physical human eye, even the eyes of the Malachim haven't seen it. And if that's true, we get to a second point. And that is, as what you wrote before, that this is only meant, that R is only meant for us, for Yisrael. It's not meant for the Malachim. Malachim aren't going to benefit from the law. Even in the future. Why? So the answer is based on what the Nebuchadnezzar just told us. When you're talking about a person, so we can talk about different stages by the person. There's the person, so to speak, over here in this world, and then he can develop and get a reward. When you're talking about a malach, a malach doesn't change. And if that's the case, so then the same way the malach is here, he's always going to be. So you can talk about a person that hasn't yet deserved this tremendous aura, this tremendous le- level. And as a result, so he's not going to benefit from it. Yet, but in the future he will. Whereas a malach, he's not going to change now and then. And if the malach isn't zalikhin now, he won't be then, then either. And that's why we can say that being as malachim aren't now on the level to benefit from the R of won't be in the speech either. That's the basic first point. And let's ask another question. What does it mean? When we say that this there was this R, which was there on the first day of creation. So it's not it's not that it hasn't been seen before. It existed. It existed on the first day of the creation. Why is there no eye besides Hashem has beheld it? Sorry, really, this is a discussion in the pasuk. The order of the Yama how long did it last? How long did it shine for? So we see from here a reference that it only shone that first day. And therefore there was nothing else besides Hashem to see it because even the Malachim were only created on the second day. And at that stage that oil has already been hidden. So no I besides Hashem beheld the R. But what does it mean? What's the idea of this R? And that it was connected to Talmud So let's start with the principle which is really brought down by many of the body of I'm quoting it from the author of Kelm, but it's brought down by others too. And that is, the people have a certain misunderstanding what Aylam Haba is. And they think that Ullam is a reward that I get for what I did. I worked hard and entire to do mitzvahs. I'm going to come with a balance sheet of what I've done, to, so to speak, to Ullam And Hashem is going to give me something as a reward. Get a payout or a check. And it's a big mistake. It doesn't work like that. The Emma is Ullam Abba isn't a reward in the sense of getting something as a prize for what I did The Yisod of the Iskhar Iskhar Mitzah Mitzah The Yisod of the Iskhar is what I did The reward of alam is what I am What I achieved is that is the own reward Except in this world we don't see things from the perspective of reward We see them as a void. It's only in the next world that we see that same thing that it itself is the reward for example, a person who works hard to learn Torah, the reward is who the Torah. It's not something different. That's the result of what he did. And therefore to say that a person thinks of reward is something different, I work hard, you're going to give me a prize. That's something external. The Sakhir of Olam Abba, the Sakhir of Olam Abba is, what I did itself, is its reward. Because we don't see the angle over here. We see the angle here of the avoda that a person does, and we don't read as the angle of the reward which comes us. But really, the, the level a person gets to, nelo Or I should say, the level a person begins with, is the result of what he is. The hanaya is of himself, of of the level he's achieved, and it's even with in the gemara. Gemara talks about the concept of Adam Abba and describes it, that a person who is Tarech on Erev Shabbos gets to eat on Shabbos. If a person cooks and prepares food on Erev Shabbos, come Shabbos, they have what to eat. And if a person doesn't prepare food on Erev Shabbos, then come Shabbos, they'll go hungry. And it's a good martial of what we are talking about, because if a person prepares food on Erev Shabbos, then the food he's going to eat on Shabbos is the food he prepared. It's not something different. It's not that if I spent a long time baking cakes in Arab Shabbos, says so a reward on Shabbos you get to give me a, a cookie. What you get to eat in Shabbos is what you prefer in Arab Shabbos. And that's the same you said of sky. What I worked in this world, that itself is the sky. And therefore, if a person works hard in this world, they'll have what to enjoy in Alamaba. That's the which comes from what he did. And if you understand that we can understand that Hashem built into every ma'isam that a person of a mitzvah person can do. And how much more so into the Torah that a person learns that there's a tremendous schar, which is connected to this ma'isam. There's a tremendous schar which is connected to this ma'isam. Except in this world, we see the ma'isam, we don't see the schar. The The perspective of O'aylam Abba is to see the schar. And then the master I did, they themselves are the source of the fire that I get. That's the insight. Now, there's one level of the Torah, and there's another level of Metis. of the Tyra So the Torah has that element of R in it. And even if not, right now by learning Torah, we aren't aware of that R, it's something which you will be aware of, the Asid Lab. Mitzvahs. So when Hashem creates a physical world, and it creates the potential to do mitzvahs, he connected those mitzvahs to that aura as well. By doing a mitzvah, a person connects to that aura that to, to this level, and to some level, a person connects to the aura as well. And that's the idea of the Araviyah Marisha. The day of the first liberation, Hashem creates the physical mitzvahs, so that aura shines, because Hashem had to attach so to speak, each mitzvah to or to the to the physical atom needed to carry out that mitzvah, and then from them the r is gone as the Azit because once the, the r has been attached to each physical thing, and what a person can do here, which is attached to a certain r there, and people don't see the r here, people just see the action they need to do, but we understand that the actions we do and the Torah we learn, batsim connects to an r, and the r that, that of the the r which has been hidden. Is really the oil which a person can access, can achieve, can enjoy from the Torah he learns, the mitzvahs that he does. That's the Isa. And once again, that's how malachim, we don't have don't have a means to connect to the that r. That's the first point. That's report from the Gemara. The idea that Ayn Rasa. No, I can behold it because that's the side of the Mitzvah and the Torah which hasn't yet been revealed. We know Elam Abba isn't a different place. Elam Abba exists in a different time. It's only after this world is finished begins the time period of Elam Abba. And since that time period hasn't begun, so that side of seeing things, the side of its reward, hasn't yet been revealed. And they were still holding by Ayin Laira the alayhi wa Now I have to explain we explained the topic of of the Aragonus, But now let's explain the nefesh is tremendous is What's the connection to Tamita? What's the connection to Tamita? So explain that this. The inside of Tamitara. Inside of Tamitara, we talk about different halakim of terra. Why a time of terror? What's the taste of terror? And the Gemara talks about this as something which will be revealed in the future. The Gemara talks about the Atik, a person who's Magale. the time of that the Atik was What's the idea of time? We spoke about this various times in the Vadim. An idea is that the sense of taste is different to all the other senses. Because every other sense is something external to me. I'm aware of something which is happening outside of me. So if I'm looking at something, I'm looking at something be outside of myself, and I can see it. Somebody hearing something. The source of the music is outside. There are waves which carry the sounds ear. We can be smelling something which is the maybe the particles. I'm smelling coming to my nose, but the source is outside. But if there would be a cake sitting on the table, we're not tasting it. You might be able to smell it and see it. You definitely can't taste it. So taste something has to be in your own mouth. It's a taste which is only experienced internally. It's different to all the other senses. And if that's the case, and there's a second aspect to that as well, and that is, it's something which everybody experiences on their own. I can't share the experience with you because it's something which the, the nature of the experience takes place individually, in, inside the confines of my own mouth. So as we can all hear the same music, and we can all watch the same scenery, we can't all taste the same thing. We can taste different examples of the same thing. If I would slice that cake, each one of us would take the slice. So we're all tasting something which probably tastes similar, but we're not tasting the same thing. I'm tasting my piece of cake and you're tasting yours. The nature of time is it's by definition, something which is individual. And when you're talking about time a Torah, it means there's a certain level of Torah which a person it's their taste, it's their feeling, it's their connection, their understanding. And somebody else might be able to understand the Torah too, but the way I feel, I understand it at a certain level where it's unique to me. Now, we're talking about the Pshat, we're talking about Halakha, so the person can see, we'll all see the same thing. We're talking about the depth. That a person can, can taste, for lack of a better word, can sense. That's individualized. It's interesting that this level applies to a certain element of every part of Torah. But particularly to Kabbalah. Why is Kabbalah called to study Why is it a secret? If I'll teach you Kabbalah, then you know it. It's not a secret anymore. And the answer is, Kabbalah by definition is a secret. The mission says in Chagigah. That you can't teach Kabbalah even to one student. Rather, you can be Magadha Rosh Prakim, like the headings, and the Talmud is on the level, be able to understand on his own. And the question is if he's on the level, so i can just teach it to him. And the answer is it's not something to teach. Being as Kabbalah is relating to a non physical, so to speak, reality, I can't describe it to you. Obviously, lots of times, a person can't describe a non physical thing. But a person can connect to it through time. A person feels like a connection to a principle, so he, can, he understands it. But I can't transfer that. Because it's not coming from an understanding of something which can be explained. It's coming from an awareness of the concept. So to speak, it resonates within me. And therefore, to a I can share the words to enable you to try and understand on your own. But the understanding each person has is unique to them. And therefore it's always going to be a sun, it can't be something which is shed. That's what we call time Torah. That's what we call time terror. The time terror is the area of terror which has which is so to speak resonates within the person themselves. And that's why that's the R. The R which is revealed, which is bad sam, that I make and Torah, which is as much as a person can connect to it here, it's nothing to compare to what a person will be able to connect to in the future. One last point. Now we can go back to the ton video. He spoke about a keser. That Yoffer and Lecha Makam, that he can make the keser of his servants like his keser. What's the idea of a crown? So we always quote the Rambam. The Rambam says about that it's worth eating, there's no drinking, there's nothing physical. But Siddiquim at actually same Yashem. And Siddiquim so said with crowns on their heads. So we ask, what does it mean? Well it's a birthday party, everyone's wearing crowns. What's the idea of that? And it's not physical anyway, so what does the crown mean? So the Raman explains that the Draslam Shah means the dash that a person can a person reaches, the level of his understanding, of his knowledge. And why is it called a crown? Because as opposed to the person's body, which is part of them. They were born with it, they grew up with it, it's part of their life, it's part of who they always were. A crown is something separate to the person's body. A crown is something they can wear. Which means a person has to put on a crown. And that's the same idea. The concept is a crown is something beyond what the person was born with, grew up with, something he added. And on the level that a tzaddik appreciates in Olam Abo is his crown, which means the that das, the knowledge of Torah that he managed to amass, that he managed to understand. And understand it very well. We might have thought, that everyone whether they don't or little, get the same. Why would we think that? So the answer is you might have thought that Alam Haba is a place of radiance. It's where that R is. And therefore anybody who's uh, merits to be in Olam so now they can then the place which is suffused with an aura And therefore everyone gets it the same. Just like in this one, everyone sees the same sun. Benefits from its light the same way. So we thought, we would have thought that, that the aura of this world was going to shine in Olam Abba, and then anybody there can enjoy it the same because they'll all be beneficiaries of, of its light it's, kind of it's not like that the aura which shines in Olam Abba shines individually it's in each person's crown that's what shines and then it's the person's level of understanding it's what shines for him and that's why he says that with the person that's a lot or person that's little, they don't get the same level of that Aura. They don't get the same level of time Tara. The level they get is in direct proportion to the amount that they understood, the amount that they worked, the amount that they were connected to the Torah. And therefore we understand the time Tara, which is the level of Torah which is individualized, that a person can connect to, that's the Aura Because the Aura is also a light which is internal, which shines for the person himself, It shines within his crown. It's not that it's a place where the aura shines equally for everybody. And that's the second point of reason to talk about. That the Kayach of the Torah gives the person a connection, so to speak, to that aura alien, which was hidden in it. Because that was the the side of the reward, which we don't see now, but we know was connected to what the person does. That that, That the mass over here becomes the reward over there, and therefore it's individualized. What a person achieved with a kesser, so to speak, that they managed to wear, that becomes the benefit that the level of the, of the hour that a person will will inherit. And so it's only because that's something unique, that's a gift. And a gift which only passed to people. Malachim, because they don't have the merits, so we don't find this level by them. That's the said you want to talk about today the idea of the oregonus which comes with the tammeter because that's what the